In a podcasting world filled with true crimes, insane interview podcasts, and gross celeb news stories, Bryce and Ren, that's us, try to do the impossible. Create a podcast that'll help you survive your commute or workday. Hello, mean ones. Get your jing tinglers, flu fluvers, and tartukas ready, because today we will be discussing the Grinch, Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, uh, 1967? 66. Edition, 66 edition. My name is Bryce Henderson. I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast. Uh, With me, as always, to... Uh, break down anything at this point is one Renan Fontes friend did uh the le- the poetry and rhyming in the Grinch break you down like emotion like was I crying out of relief or joy or pain well did it like break uh, break you down mentally like did it wear at you enough I didn't think it was too bad but I also haven't seen how to like how to train your Grinch how the Grinch stole Christmas <laughs> since I was like a little little kid <laughs> DreamWorks How to Train Your Grinch. <laughs> yeah. Um, I hadn't watched this version in a long, long time. And it's only 25 minutes. Right? Yeah. So there's there's not a lot there. There's also a lot of singing and monologuing to be had here. It's very quaint. Yes. I feel like the animation and the art direction are really the star of the special <laughs> yeah i'd agree there's um there's some really fun little like animated bits um cool little scenes and just like the design of the world of the grinch is i think what makes the like this an animated classic and makes it so appealing something i love about these like really older animated shows and specials is just like how bold and deep their colors are Yes, like it's it's just so full. There's no real like shading, mm-hmm. but I don't. I, I love it. It it has this very charming aesthetic to look at. It's very pleasing. Yes. It's like looking at pastels. The the Grinch is a lost art. It is he, the Grinchmas is a lost Grinch, art. Yes, um, Ren, I would love to. So this is the first of three discussions about the Grinch. Uh, we are going to watch. So we watched this, and we'll discuss. Uh, the 1966 version of The Grinch. Then we'll watch uh, the Jim Carrey version of The Grinch. And then uh, we will watch the animated Benedict Cumberbatch uh, picture of The Grinch. Grinch 2018. Yes, so we'll watch Three Grinches. Ren, there's actually, in searching for this Grinch, I found that there was a Grinch the musical. I found Um, that there was a Grinch Halloween special. That's also interesting. Animated? Yeah, Halloween is Grinch night. Um, that could be the, honestly the headline of this whole thing. <laughs> I think that's that's the lead, and to me, that's maybe the most interesting thing that we could possibly explore at one point in our podcasting career. Ren, we definitely should uh, look into Halloween is Grinch night. Yeah, it was uh, also titled "It's Grinch Night" for the 1992 video cassette. It's Grinch night. Which I think that's way more menacing than like, Hall- like, what would you rather someone come up to you and say, Halloween is Grinch night or it's Grinch night? It's Grinch. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely Halloween is Grinch night. Seems a lot more pleasant than just it's Grinch night. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like once the sun sets on Grinch night, you never know uh, who will be around when that sun comes back up. Oh, Bryce, I learned something else. Yes. Uh, in 1982, there was another special called The Grinch Grinches the Cat in the Hat, also known as The ha- Cat in the Hat Gets Grinched. So we're we're <laughs> verbifying the Grinch now. Well, they they don't they verbify him in the special anyways. Um, very Grinch, or they agitate. They ag- agitize him. Yeah, with his Grinchy, you know, Grinchy like ways. Um. But yeah, they don't verbify him. And so to Grinch something, is that to just like suck out all the joy? 
I guess we'll have to watch the Grinch Grinches the Cat in the Hat. Oh man, the full uh story. We had Grinch Week or Gr- whatever this is has turned into like Grinch uh, month, Grinch year, <laughs> Grinch year. Yeah. Um, Red, I would like to open uh, early in our conversation with this question. I feel like it's important that we get it out of the way. Ren, how would you keep Christmas from coming? How would I keep Christmas from coming? Yeah, what would you do? You're All given right. that task. So the Grinch's problem is that he looked at Christmas from a purely material standpoint. You, you don't steal from the Who's. You got to crush their spirits. You got to break up families. You got to burn down houses. You got to get people fired from their jobs, like all on Christmas Day, so that they fear Christmas Day. You know, okay. it's like a purge. You, know, <laughs> you, you you like can, you like every year you make Christmas a little bit worse until like it gets to like a purge point where people are each Christmas people just stay inside twenty four hours because they know the Grinch is going around. He's Grinching people. He Grinched the cat in the hat. He's gonna Grinch you. So stay inside. Don't celebrate the holidays. Yeah, so it's like uh, attention, like for the next, this is a warning in two hours, uh, the Grinching will begin, and then for 24 hours, uh, like all will be legal on the streets of Whoville. I think another thing was Mm -hmm. that the Grinch didn't leave like a menacing calling card. Like he's burglaring people, but he's not leaving like, you know, he should leave like something Grinch-esque, you know? Yeah, they don't know who did it. One of his, like, uh, Grinch droppings or something. Something that yeah. people will identify as him. I mean, just his green hair could be enough. Yeah, he can cut off a little bit of his hair. Yeah, leave it around. Be like, huh, where did this green hair come from? Only could have come from one place. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good strategy to keep Christmas. From- so, But the, I feel like Christmas would still happen. It would just be different. People would celebrate being inside all day with the purge. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, that's just changing Christmas, Ren. That's not getting rid of Christmas or stopping it from coming. I guess the message of the Grinch is that you can't stop a day from happening. <laughs> no, no. What if um, what if uh, we did a calendar burning? Okay, like so every we, calendar, every calendar on Earth. Every anything that keeps time has to be burned, uh, and people uh, are have to stay inside buildings that no, don't no, have no, windows because the sun would still indicate. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta fix this up a bit. Okay. Some people have good internal clocks. What yep. we need to do is we have to have everyone on the planet like fly to the exact opposite time zone of yep. their own and just live there from now on after we destroy all the clocks and stuff. So that okay. way everyone will be super, like a hundred percent of the population will be jet lagged. Yeah. No one will have any sense of time anymore. Mm-hmm. And with no clocks, like from there, it's just a free for all. And also, so we could even, um, cause if we, if we're moving the entire population of earth via jet plane, um, why don't we keep those jet planes going year round and just have like every, every day, like a million people are moved to a different time zone. So we just keep we just keep the planes going, so people yes. never really get a good sense of time. Yeah, but then the, the, here's the problem, Bryce. Yeah, I know what you're gonna say. You gotta schedule those. Yes. So yes, you you've just created a measure. Another of calendar. Yep. For this, you'd be executed. Yeah, because it should be. <laughs> yeah, um, I figured taking time away would help, but you're right. As soon as you introduce any kind of schedule, people will go by every. 365 uh, million people travels <laughs> then that is christmas day we really just have to do the one and done uh time zone swap mm-hmm. and really hope for the, for the best from there sure yeah because the sun could be an issue as well did you think about that measuring time by the sun yeah i have a plan though okay we blot out the sun <laughs> we put it out <laughs> like we 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 produce so much smog okay that it covers the sky okay sunlight can't come out i thought you were saying like we put a cloth on it or something like we just put a blanket over it so it's still there but people just can't can't see it as well or we could move everyone to that town in alaska that's really night all the time Mm -hmm. that's fine too be like seven billion people on ice sure (laughs) which that could be its own thing (laughs) 
Um, that, I feel like all of that could stop Christmas from coming potentially. I think we really figured we let's yeah. get this to the bridge. Yeah, we gotta, you know, now that his heart has grown bigger, maybe his brain will grow bigger as well with a better plan. Uh, so, Red, like, do you want to bounce around with this? But how do you want to talk through the Grinch here? Because it's no, twenty-five do it, let's minutes. Do let's do it succession style. Okay, so um, we'll talk through the different characters. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, we have the Grinch, Mister Grinch, <laughs> Richard Grinch. Richard Grinch. Uh, where does that name come from, Ren? You're a mean one. Richard Grinch is the song. Yeah, that's what they say. I think it's well, Mister. Why would they call him Mister? He's not a teacher. That's... You got him. Yeah. So he has to be... He's not any kid's parent. It's Richard Grinch. Sure. Richard Grinch. Where did, um... Where did he come from? Where did he come from? Yes. So I actually don't remember if, like, as I know the Jim Carrey movie is obviously a great deal longer than 25 minutes. Yes. There's. So I, don't, I don't know, because I think I only watched it once. So think about it uh, in terms of, like, uh, multiverses. Okay, this, this Grinch variant? Yes. Where did this Grinch variant come from? Hmm. Okay. This Grinch variant, he went to, like... Seuss College with the cat in the hat. Yeah. Like, they had, like, a Bugs Bunny Daffy Duck thing going on. Mm-hmm. Like Because we know that the cat in the hat is, like, a trickster prankster guy. He goes around, yes. makes a little mischief, cleans mm-hmm. up. You know, it's very Bugs Bunny-esque. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Grinch was looking to be, like, his, you know, the Daffy to that, but, you know, he got he got mean, he got spiteful, he got he got in some bad politics in college, couldn't really shake the influence okay. he was hanging out with. Mm-hmm. So now he lives alone in a cave. Yeah, naturally. Uh, he's a... Uh, so I want to talk some character design with him. He has a very thin neck, and that concerns me. You don't like his thin neck? Well, I'm worried if he eats too big of a meal, or oh, accidentally... You're thinking, you're thinking he'll, like, choke? Yeah. You're worried about, like, someone snapping his neck like a chicken. What's <laughs> that? <laughs> Just, like, wringing the Grinch. I mean, that's possible, too. I didn't really have that as a concern, because he's made it this far. So he could probably take a fall or two. But I am worried if he accidentally swallows a fork, what could happen? Do you think that's why he doesn't like to eat, uh, what was it, beast? Roast beast? Uh, yeah, yeah. The who's, ha- uh, who hash, who pudding in the uh, roast beast. I think he doesn't like to eat it because it could, you know. It could kill him. Clog up his neck. He's only got one neck. He doesn't have multiple, unlike some of the who's. So That's do you not think true. he's in for a disaster that the Christmas dinner at the end of the festival? <laughs> is he about to? Is everyone about to see him choke? I think it was alluded to, yeah, because Cindy Lou who did look at him in a way that was like, "Uh oh, his neck's not going to be able to handle all this food." Don't do this, Grinch. Yeah, please. Um. So we have have the Grinch. He he's nasty. He's mean. He went to that cat college. Um. And he lives alone up in this cave, looks down on the town, grumbles a lot, monologues a lot, right? He's lonely. He's a very lonely... Well, he has the dog, though. He's Max. Can we really say he's lonely? I guess not. Yeah, he has Max to to be there. Um, I think Max is, to me, the high point of this special. He's got a good vibe to him. He's a great vibe. I yeah. like his uh, rhinoceros horn. Mm-hmm. Yes, I like with... the uh, Looney Tune-esque shenanigans he gets himself into. The, the sleigh bit, him going down um, on the sleigh, I think that's the best bit that we have in here. So it's, it's funny you say that. I was doing a little bit of reading into the uh, special. Okay. And something I read is that... So uh, I don't know if you noticed in the credits, but the special was directed by Chuck Jones. Okay who did a lot of, like, a Bugs Bunny Daffy Duck cartoons. Yeah. And he was personally friends with uh, Dr. Seuss. Oh, okay. And he, like, basically strong-armed Dr. Seuss into letting him adapt the Grinch for TV. Mm. And Seuss didn't really like it because it was most of Chuck Jones's personal style coming through. He actually hmm. liked the uh, Halloween is Grinch Night special that was made a decade later because it felt more in line with his, like, writing. That's interesting. Because I feel like this is the book. 
Yeah, there's... like I, I remember reading the book and like in my mind, this is pretty like like obviously besides like the music and like some bits for time, like the yeah, you know, little animated shenanigans. But otherwise, it's pretty like one to one. But maybe that's what Seuss didn't like is like you know the Max goofing around with the sled and all yeah. the Chuck Jones stuff. This is the stuff that actually utilizes animation as a medium. So in a sense, I do think Seuss's criticism is a little bit unfair. Mm-hmm. Like the whole point of adapting it is to kind of get those little, like that other layer of personality you can only get in animation, and you can only get from someone who's versed in animation, like Chuck Jones. Um, but but Chuck, it's still it's interesting. I don't. Chuck Jones sounds like I wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to mess with a Chuck Jones, <laughs> right? I uh, I remember like I used to. I, I forget what it was, what the show was exactly. But it was it was on like late at night on Cartoon Network, and it was it would show like cartoons from Chuck Jones and Tex Avery. I think was his name. Tex Avery. Let me look it up. That's right. Yeah, Tex Avery. Yeah. Why do they both have like fighter names? I it just cartoonists back in the day had incredible yeah. names. I guess WWE superstar Tex Avery in one corner, and then in the other corner, King of the Ring, Chuck Jones. Chuck Jones. <laughs> Well, this was, like, before uh, Cartoon Network had stuff like uh, Adult Swim or Toonami at night. So yeah. So just have to, like, rotate, like, weird cartoons and shit. Whatever that, they could find. You know? But I, I always loved that as a kid, mm-hmm. like, waking up at... I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast, waking up at, like, 3 a.m. to something weird on TV. Yes. Uh, that was, like, that was a joy of the time period that we grew up in. Is You never know what's going to be on TV at 3 a.m. No. <laughs> no. Uh so what else is here? We have um, we're the opening monologue is all about like how he I, he just hates noise. How do you feel about Dr. Seuss's writing style? You kind of made a dig at it at first early on. It felt like yeah. Um, so l- l- let's dissect that a bit. Let's it's, talk about that. So like it's I think it's utter nonsense. <laughs> it's I was, definitely nonsense. Like it's. I, He's making stuff up as he goes along. Yeah, and so, and I'm watching it, and so the worst part, Ren, this is the worst part, in my opinion, it almost feels a little bit like gaslighting, a little bit, because, so he's sitting here, and he's like, oh, uh, the Who's will use their Jingtanglers, and their Foofanglers, and their bass drums, and their, and I'm like, wait, that's a real one. Like, (laughs) he just slipped a real one in there. Uh, and right. then he kept, he, yeah. This is what Dennis would call a classic rule of threes. Mm-hmm. You you do the first little jokey ones, then you get a real one in there, and it makes the audience die laughing each time. So that's not <laughs> I, that's not how the rule of threes work. <laughs> um, but it it almost made me feel insane. I was like, the the Foo Fangler is that real? Is that a real? No, that's that's not real. That's not real. But a bass drum has to be right. Like, that's not made up. Bass drums are, are real. Are you like the, the, um, the thought where, like, because the Foo Fangler, or because the bass drum exists, a Foo Fangler must also exist? Yeah, it's, um, my reality was questioned <laughs> watching this. And he goes, like, the Grinch talks about how the Who's go on and on with their noise and they're celebrating, but, I'm, like, this Grinch goes on and on with his nonsense words. Um, I almost... I would. I'm gonna throw something out here. Okay. Okay. Um, the Grinch is not someone who lives in the town. Are these his words? What do you mean? So, are the language used all throughout the Doctor Seuss so the Grinch stole Christmas told from the Grinch's perspective? Mm-hmm. Um, the Who's. That's what the Grinch calls them, but yeah. they're people. They call themselves like the. I, does the town just refer to themselves as people? Do they just have drums and bicycles and trains? But the Grinch doesn't know the words for those, so, so he, he's calling them foofangles. He calls them foofangles and boosh and whatever made up word he he can't because that's what what his lingo is. And that's easier to believe than the who's calling a bicycle a foofangler. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What do you what what are your thoughts on that theory? Well, right. Uh, I think it's an interesting theory. I think you're like a. You're. This is like. Have you? Are you familiar with the subreddit Mario Verse? No. 
It is a subreddit that discusses the lore in Super Mario, <laughs> as, as if it's like a ver like Elder Scrolls or really any mm -hmm. thing that has actual <laughs> care for lore. Is there a Mario timeline? Like that—that's the thing. Like, I'm sure there is. Mario, people have one. People on mm -hmm. MarioVerse have created one. Like we're getting into like Seussverse territory, and I'm not against getting into that territory. Mm -hmm. But I wanna—I wanna call it what it is. Okay. <laughs> um. I feel like by what you mean is you want to say, Bryce, that's a little bit insane. Uh, it's, it's, a... it's insane, yes, but like it's a fun insane. Yeah, yeah it's, it's fun a one step. Of, like, yeah. Um, Let me get a bit Grinch verse. Yeah, what did you think about uh, the language used here? I've always thought that Dr. Seuss's language is. It's interesting. He's clearly a very creative man. And I think he does, he obviously knows what he's doing when he's, like, constructing his gibberish and his nonsense. Mm -hmm. But, like, you kind of, when you kind of get into, like, the haze of it and really zone in, you start to wonder, like, why? It's, it's not so, it's, like, he's doing it well. He's doing his gibberish well. But I can't help but be like, why? Why this? Why <laughs> is it that you're drawn to, like, this kind of nonsensical... Like, is it a style of humor? Is it just, like, a writing style? Mm -hmm. Like, because it, it must be, like, a form of humor. It's, it's just, like, misspeaking. You know, it's, like, goofy, lowbrow humor that... It's good for kids, I guess? I don't know. But another thing that I that really gets me thinking about Dr. Seuss's writing style is kind of, like, the sheer creativity needed to kind of stitch together this nonsense in a coherent way. Yeah. Like, I don't think I'd be able to come up with like a flub flooser or a woongle dongle or any of these names. Mm -hmm. Like he makes it like they obviously sound like made up things, but they're made up things in the candor of how something real might sound, which is the impressive part that it's able to toe that line without feeling without ever, you know, getting too distinctly grounded. Yeah, and like I love the visuals that they use to go along with these different uh like absurd names i really i like the different instruments i think that they look cool um which one did i the gym tingler is just <laughs> it's two floating balls on chains um is what i wrote like that's all that it is but that's the gym tingler that's all a gym tingler needs yeah to <laughs> yeah it's so there's just so many like i really like the visuals i like how when you see it it's like oh yeah of course that's what that is sure um but it lets you buy into the world and understand what you're about to see uh and so it's not even just like the the nonsense words and like the items being used but even like the character design yeah of was, some of these I was, who's i was lingering on that because like i mentioned i haven't seen this when, since i was like a little kid mm -hmm. so in my mind they all kind of look like cindy lou who which is to say they look human Yes. She looks she looks like a regular little girl. Mm -hmm. So in my head is like I'm remembering the Grinch before watching it. I'm like, okay, there is the Grinch, there's Whoville the Who's, or you know, they're basically just regular people. But mm -hmm. they're not <laughs> they're not regular people. They no. have like weird fur skin, and it seems like some of their clothes is part of their skin for mm -hmm. a few of them. Like a few of them are clearly <laughs> wearing clothing, but like some others, the proportions and the coloring on their body, it just it doesn't add up. They it can't be clothes, it's all skin. Yeah. Yeah, and like, um, like uh, at one point during the feast, we see two tall babies, like standing in their high chairs, and they have terrifying faces. Um, and the animation has everyone else at the table eating, but the two tall babies are just frozen; they're not animated. Uh, um, you might not have noticed this because you were watching the babies. Yes, but everyone eating—they're stuck in like the same like two-second loop. It's Charlie Brown where, dancing, where where they take a bite, but like no, nothing changes. <laughs> it's Charlie Brown dancing. With, Charlie Brown dancing is at least justified. Yeah, yeah, like, it can be looped. If you're taking a bite, like a bite got took, you gotta yes. acknowledge it. But you take know, some of the food. You're, they're gonna be focusing on the frozen baby. Mm -hmm. You know, people aren't gonna notice that. Um. What else? We have, uh, so he, Grinch does not like Christmas. Max is into it. Uh, the Grinch has, I thought this was, he's put up for with Christmas for 53 years. <laughs> is that his age? Is, is that his age or is that when he moved here? 
Yeah. Like, well, we was like 22, 23 leaving college. Mm-hmm. So he's yep. been here 53 years. Now he's 76. Right. Yeah, you know, he, he's an, he's a crotchety old man now. Mm-hmm. It makes <laughs> sense that he, he's finally had enough. Yeah. Um, and so then that's when he gets his idea. I'll stop Christmas from coming, but how? Max slides and gets, like, the beard, and he's like, oh, I'll dress up as Santa Claus and steal their stuff. Uh, do you like the song? Uh, you mean the song that sings for one minute, talks for five minutes, sings, sings. for another minute, mm-hmm. talks for another three minutes, and then sings for another minute? I don't <laughs> like the song. I think it's funny. I think, like, the concept of the song, just mm-hmm. the Grinch being constantly insulted. <laughs> you wear an adult diaper and you pooped yourself at my party last week. <laughs> And you smell like wet foot. <laughs> like it's just like insulting him in the most minor ways. Some of them aren't even like insults; they're just describing how he is by nature. <laughs> yeah, I love um the. Hold on, I'm looking for it now. Uh, which one is it? Oh, why isn't it in here? Uh, You're a rotten scoundrel, and I saw you slap my son. Um. Uh, Okay, so there's, like, extended lyrics, I guess. Where's the line about the seasick crocodile? That's the one that I like. About, like, if I had to choose between... Um, oh, you have all the tenderness of a seasick crocodile. I personally like you're as charming as an eel. Yeah. Who is this man fellow? With his skin all green and his teeth all yellow. Oh, what is that? Uh, what you so mad for? Halloween come around and we ain't knocking on your door. La la, bad banana. What song is this? What oh, is okay. A- There's a Tyler the Creator song. <laughs> <laughs> Called your mean one, Mr. Grinch. Thanks for that one, Tyler. Are those the lyrics you've been reading? That's, yeah, that's what I was just reading. Ooh. Um... Yeah, there's. I, I don't love that the song starts and stops and starts and stops and starts and stops. But I do, I do like the insult nature of it's, it. It's the world's greatest diss track. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, and I think he embraces it too. That's what I like. What I like about the Grinch is that he is totally okay being all of those things. It's just who he is, you know. Yeah. Um. Max is going to be his reindeer. Uh, Grinch will have, uh, he has some antlers hanging on his, like on a plaque in his cave. Did he hunt an animal down? Yes. The Just take the antlers. And he, he doesn't hunt like ethically or humanely. Mm-hmm. He does not use every part of the animal. Okay. <laughs> like an- another reason <laughs> yeah. to hate him. Yeah. You, you hunt inhumanely and don't use every part of the animal. da 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 <laughs> but he doesn't even have a hunting license either. It's just very irresponsible. Yeah. Yeah. Um I love that. So he he has this antler which he saws off and puts on Max to be the reindeer. Max gets his tail stuck in um the sewing machine and that visual bothered me. It upset you. It upset me. Yeah. Um to just think it's about like, how it's like dot like there's skin in there. There's yeah. There is skin in there. There's dog skin. And now it's sewed in as part of the, the outfit. Um all right, and then the the Grinch goes to do his thing. He gets on the sleigh with some trash bags. Yeah, they're like uh, uh yeah. tra- like glad trash bags. Yeah. It did I didn't say glad, but I, I the promotion was assumed. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. It was the sixties. Yeah. Um Probably when I cut to commercial is when it, you know. What do you think the commercials were like for this? The Grinch, even though he's a bad man, knows what to do with his trash. And then it was like, glad trash bags. The Grinch uses them. So should you. Grinch trash bags? Yeah. They smell like him. So, um, never mind. I'll save that story. We have two more Grinches to get through. (laughs) Um, so... I'll save that one for the the relevant Grinch that that applies to. Yeah, um, 
and so the, then we the, we get the bit that I liked where Max is first put in front of the sleigh and to which the Grinch whips him, which that, that part I'm not about. Um, and so then the sled starts going, Max like falls behind and then is like hanging on the end of the sleigh, which is pretty funny. It goes back out. It's, it's a whole visual gag. The uh, sled does a loop-de-loop. I thought that was a little bit too much. Did you like the little uh, cliffhanger before the commercial? Yeah. <laughs> I wrote that down, too. I was like, such a, a uh, the Grinch arrives to town as we cut to commercials. Keeps the kids in suspense. Yeah. What's he going to do? What's going to happen? Oh, my goodness. Um, I remembered this being a lot more fun. Him, uh, him, like, uh, taking Christmas. This was the part of the special I enjoyed the most. But, like, I agree with you. I remember this. I remember mm-hmm. it being more. Yeah. Like, yeah. In I... my head, this was, like, most of the special. When in mm-hmm. reality, it's, like, two minutes, a minute and a half. Yeah. And I, I agree with you as well. It was probably one of my favorite parts of the special. Um, I love the slithering and skunking. Yeah, me slunking. Too. That's what I really like. I like him like slithering on the ground like he's a snake. He's just so vile. <laughs> yes. Um, would so he goes down the chimney, a la Santa, and he throws everything back up the chimney, which I think is an impressive feat of strength. It's doubly impressive because he briefly got stuck in the chimney. Mm-hmm. So we know it's tight. Yes. Yeah, I don't know how he does it, but his strength, it is, it's strong enough to throw trash bags up a chimney. Um, what else does he do? He plays billiards with some ornaments. He smiles at one point and we see his teeth. It looks like there's a bunch of like pencil lines drawn instead of like normal teeth. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, he takes the Who Feast, which is devastating. He blocks. They weren't always called fridges. Yeah, the um, he takes the cubes from the. That's gonna melt, won't it? Yeah, he's uh, he's real. See, that's the way that family's Christmas spirit is drained. Yeah, like the, the rest, <laughs> they're good. But uh, this one, they're <laughs> done. They have <laughs> five kids, no food. Yep. Christmas nowhere's open. Yeah, because it, yeah, it does seem like he he. Based on the way the special presents it, he takes specific things from specific houses. Yeah. Right? So he's like, I'm going to take the tree here. I'll take presents from this one. And this house, I'm going to take the, uh, I'll take the cubes. The ice cubes and I'll take the food. No food for them. Um, yeah, he packs up, they have the big town, like, Christmas tree, and he packs it up like an umbrella. Which was, that was just like a funny animation. Yeah, I've always, I always liked that one as a kid, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't love the... I felt it was impractical, him winding up toys and then having them walk into the bag. He's just having fun, you know? He's never had a Christmas. This is his version of playing. Yeah. Did you... Um, I wrote... Uh, I think that this is why he loves to uh, learns to love Christmas. The play of it all? Yeah. I think he's like, oh, I, had, I had fun doing this it's funny you mention that because i because in my head and maybe this is because i misremembered it with the jim carrey one Mm -hmm. but in my head i remembered like the grinch learning to love christmas because of cindy lou who Mm -hmm. but in the special her like only scene is is helping him rob (laughs) yeah and he learns to love christmas because the who's did not let him ruin their christmas it's yeah so i think it's like it's because he's able to put a face to the people who he's impacting. Yeah. And that's that's why he is like, ah, oh, shoot. Um, like, I care. But there's, yeah, there's nothing. He He's just like, uh, she's like, oh, why are you taking my tree? And he's like, oh, I'm going to fix your lights. She's like, okay. He's like, here's water. And that's that. That is, that is the back and forth. Uh, yeah, she's not a very funny character. No, she's just there really being mm. like i guess cute for the audience yeah uh ren i have a question yeah so the grinch uh, gets everything uh emptied here 
takes all of Christmas. The town is depleted. Gets it back up to the mountain. Uh, and they all wake up. And they go right outside and start singing. Is this a cult? It is a cult. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. It's 100% a cult. This is the kind of thing only a cult can do. And, you know, the behavior, their response to being robbed in the middle of the night and having their holiday ruined, it's unnatural. You know, this is the kind of reaction only a brainwashed person has. Okay. Yeah, that... No sane person is going to be like, oh, you know, I was robbed, but we can still have a good Christmas. I mean, Cindy Lou, who literally saw the person who just robbed from all of them, but it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. We're going to all go sing. And then um, the shining light that forms in the middle of them. Yes, God. Yeah, and rises up to the top. <laughs> I So you say God. I said possibly a black hole. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to suck up all of them. Yeah, I figured it was over for them. <laughs> this was, you know, doomsday for the Who's. The Grinch didn't just steal Christmas, he stole the very foundation of their reality. Yeah, the black hole was being sealed by the uh, Christmas tree, which the Grinch umbrella and took up to the mountain. And then they accidentally awoke in. Uh, the Who's accidentally sung their song, which is supposed to keep the black hole at peace, and instead uh, awoke it from its 900-year slumber. I really hope that's what happens in the Benedict Cumberbatch. Crash. Oh, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Um, okay, you know escape rooms? You familiar? Oh, am I familiar with escape rooms? Yeah, are you familiar? Bryce, have you I, ever? I, I, I don't know if you remember. Uh, Chinese <laughs> jewelry box will be open in September. Yeah. Okay, so you're a little bit familiar. Yeah, I'm a little bit familiar. You're a little bit familiar <laughs> with escape rooms. Um, okay, here's an idea I have. Okay. Um, and if you don't want to go in on me with this, that's fine. I'm hoping that someone who listens to this will be willing to invest time, money, and a space for this to happen. So Get that wallet out, Jacob. It's um, s- similar to the concept of like an escape room. You have 60 minutes, except instead of the goal of escaping, it's not puzzles. It's uh, well, it's a little bit puzzles, but also some physical. Uh, it is a fully set up living room with holiday decorations it is your goal to get everything into like a spe- like the chimneys so there's specific sections of the room and you need to essentially move everything and puzzle it so it all fits in those specific areas to take christmas away i have a really fun escape room idea that you just inspired me okay <clears throat> so you know at the end of saw five sure when uh when you know, the glass box trap that folds down and then the room uh, mm-hmm. crushes. Yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what I'm thinking is, and we don't tell people this at first. Okay. Like we say that like the, the escape room is something basic, like the Doctor Frankenstein room you did. Yep. Like we 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 just give them like a regular spiel. We put them in, and then once they're inside, we lock the doors on the mm-hmm. screen. We're like, all right, you have an hour. The walls will slowly move. Okay. And an hour will be crushed. What they don't know is that the walls are like styrofoam. So, like, when there's enough pressure, they're just gonna, like, the wall will morph around them and they won't actually die. (laughs) (laughs) But but the walls will get in close on them. So, so investors, you have two ideas here. If you want to invest in my idea, let me know. If you think Ren's could be plausible, (laughs) go for it. Ren, I think that people would scream... That's what the fun is, though. It's I like did do, I did do an escape room where the walls did close in. Um, that was a, a really cool element that was built into it. They did not close in to the extent of like, I'm gonna be crushed, but it was very <laughs> unexpected that the walls started to close in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Maybe if I didn't get out of that one in time, it may have, may have happened. But those walls were not styrofoam. <laughs> But like these walls would be, but not not so styrofoamy. Yeah. If you pressed it, you would know. It's on, the styrofoam only really like triggers <laughs> when it feels human body being crushed. Okay, so it's it's like a patented styrofoam yeah. that you'll but, you'll make like, for this purpose. Yes, I'll make it. We can uh, sell it to mm-hmm. the military or something. Okay. 
and also use it. Yeah, this is a military grade styrofoam that we're using in this escape room. Um, all right, Christmas came without ribbons, tags, packages, boxes, or bags. Are you shocked? This is the Whoville. They have a different culture. Yeah, yeah, they don't need those things. Uh, and then the lesson. So the Grinch is like, Christmas doesn't come from a store, and in fact, it means a little bit more. I'm sorry, I the store part feels shoehorned. It really does. Like the Grinch was against consumerism the whole <laughs> yeah. time. Is that, he like a, is is he trying to bring down capitalism? No. I, I it came out of left field. We didn't get a scene of him or we didn't get a scene even of the Who's buying things. Right? They're just they have things. Yeah, but they just have them. I feel like his already. grievance is that those things are loud, not that they came from big box stores. I don't know. I don't know about this Grinch. It was it was a ham fisted message at the end, you know. It, yeah, it's there to make families feel good. Yeah, um, and then the uh, the sled is about to fall. The Grinch's heart grows three sizes, so he goes to catch it. The physics on this are messed up. They're not correct. That sled should have fallen. He should have fallen. Max also should have fallen to their deaths. His the chest should have caved in. Yeah. Yeah, it's not built for a heart three times the size of what it is. And at the beginning of the movie, they say his heart is two times smaller than the average heart, which means he has an enlarged heart. <laughs> like even by the, even by the specials' own standards, mm-hmm. Grinch's heart is enlarged. Yeah, and then so it just gets even bigger. Heart, six weeks to live. <laughs> well, if he doesn't fall off the mountain. Exactly. Yeah, he'll go to the or, hospital. Or if he doesn't choke on meat. <laughs> yeah, his uh, he death is around the corner for him. Final destination, Grinch edition. What's gonna get him first? <laughs> uh, that's like he kind of ends right. He brings the stuff down. Yeah, he brings the stuff down. They uh, they welcome him with open arms. Mm-hmm. They don't really question. If, well, I guess what if he stole it or not? Well, because it didn't matter to them. Their uh, black uh, black hole overlord was just released into the <laughs> open. That could be another thing that could get the Grinch. By the way, yeah, he gets um, cold. Yeah, so it was just released. They have nothing else going for them. But here's some presents. The Grinch thinks that they matter. Yeah. Um. They all sit down. Uh, he carves some meat first. Max and then for Cindy Lou Who and I assume he that's his last meal yeah that's it for the Grinch <laughs> Ren uh, anything so that that's this Grinch special in a nutshell did you did you have a good time with this I I did have a good time I enjoyed it it was fun to watch after so many years mm-hmm it it very much has like a uh i don't know when i watched it i really put myself in the mindset of like how would i have felt like watching this in the era yeah and with that frame of mind it's really it's it's cute it's quaint it's silly i think it's more interesting than outright good sure like yeah. it's it's a it's a fun way to kill 25 minutes not like the best thing ever but uh, <laughs> i think like the most compelling thing about it is like the fact that Dr. Seuss had to be strong armed into letting Chuck Jones make it. <laughs> and he didn't even really like it that much. And it's considered one of like the classic staples of Christmas mm-hmm. television. Um, how would the Grinch feel if he came to New York city, like modern day Grinch would hate the hustle and bustle of modern day New York. Yeah. <laughs> the Grinch steals Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah, that would be quite the quite the task for him. Yeah, I would love to see um, maybe the Grinch in a more modern day form, which we might see. I don't, I don't know what uh, the Cumberbatch version has in store for us, but how would the Grinch respond to uh, a city? <laughs> you Not want just... to see the Grinch taken to a metrop- metropolis <laughs> area? Yeah, like where do his limits lie? And like if that's if like the Grinch takes Manhattan... Where is his cave? Where does he he look down upon the city? He lives in a Greenwich village. Yeah. 
Um, I also have to do a plug for, um, I, I do follow a lot of different like theme park related stuff on Instagram. They have a, a Grinch character down in Universal Florida, probably in, in Hollywood as well. And he is, his videos are very funny, Ren. You, you like this Grinch guy? I, I like him a lot. Yeah, he's should, always. Should, he be our, should we do a fourth video on him for Grinch Week? Where we just uh, maybe I don't know how good those uh, how good that would be. Us discussing it, but maybe we. Uh, I'll try to like watch one and then actually remember it for next time. Um, what do you have any other Grinch things? This is our first of three Grinches. This is our first of three Grinches. That's the thing. The special when you get down to it, it's kind of light on content. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's really to the point, which I think that's kind of refreshing in a way. It, it just gets right to it. You know, it knows what people want to see. Yeah. Um, it also probably, you know, got to fit into the 30 minute time slot. Yeah. <laughs> that they were allotted. Uh, yeah, but I mean, he's he's made his mark. Um, I believe that Kevin in Home Alone watches The Grinch. I don't know if it's in the first or second one, but The I Grinch think he actually watches it in both. Okay, yeah, the Grinch definitely makes an appearance there. Uh, I wonder if there's any uh, connection between, like, the Grinch and Kevin McAllister. Well, if the Grinch goes to New York, they can fight. They could. Yeah, the uh, Kevin would stand on top of a building and <laughs> chug a brick at the Grinch for trying to steal his Christmas. Only Do you I... think that uh, Kevin could out-Grinch the Grinch? Do I think like, Kevin... he knows that the Grinch is coming to get him, do you think he could stop him from stealing his presents? Yes. Yeah, a thousand ten percent. He's gonna, you know, paint, uh, he'll close up the chimney. Well, no, he'll open up the chimney, but he's gonna put, like, a bunch of nails sticking up at the bottom. Um, so the Grinch will step on those nails, and then he'll take a, 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 a croquet mallet and have that ready to go. So as soon as the Grinch pops out of the chimney, that'll whack his head. Alien versus Predator. Godzilla versus Kong. Kevin Gr- versus Grinch. Grinch. <laughs> Freddy, yeah, it's the, the Freddy versus Jason of our time. Yeah, I... Uh, this, this is making me think about just like a... Um, like, we have Smash Bros. Ultimate. We have Nickelodeon All-Stars. Like, uh, some kind of Christmas, Christmas crossover event. Featuring like Clark Griswold, uh, Buddy the Elf, uh, Tim Allen Santa, <laughs> Tim Allen is the Santa Claus. Uh, who else do we need in there? Like obviously the Grinch, probably multiple iterations of the Grinch. Kevin McAllister, like, three Grinch alts. Yeah, Grinch um, Go Fighters. Yes, like a Cindy Luhu in here as a rep as well. Of course, some other Christmas staples. Um, what's all of all of the other reindeer? Yeah, we need. I, I was thinking about a, a Christmas story. I don't know his name. I know Randy is his brother, but I don't know the Ralphie? main character's name. Yeah, Ralphie. Yeah, Ralphie's got his BB gun, but he it does. Uh, whenever he shoots, it does five percent damage to himself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I think those are like those are the heavy hitters. The, the, we'll announce those ones, and we'll let everyone else be unlockable. Sure. Yeah, we'll see who else is is coming to us. Probably Jack Frost could come from Rise of the Guardians, right? It could be like the off, like not really Christmas people, like Elsa from Frozen. Ice people. We could get some of the penguins from Madagascar. (laughs) Yeah, we'll get them. Get them in there, man. Uh, all right. So this is is Grinch number one. We are going to. Our next episode of a podcast, we will be talking about the succession finale. <laughs> Correct? Yes, that's right. And then um, I feel like we're kind of flying loose with the schedule, kind of with all of this. So I'm yeah, probably going to put put the Grinch out to, tonight, ideally. Okay. Um, and then we'll do succession sometime in the next few days. And then we'll have, uh, we're going to go in order. So it'll be Jim Carrey's Grinch sometime, like, next week before christmas we think and then uh lastly benedict cumberbatch's grinch will be after christmas before new year's yes and uh we'll celebrate the new year with netapalooza yep we're back to neds we have literally like four more episodes and just for these assignments alone we have like two movies and like four episodes 
of Ned Z Classified to watch, plus rewatching Succession. That Succession is going to be good, though. Yeah, I'm not, that is not a, a hard task to accomplish. I'm looking forward to rewatching it as well. So, um, otherwise, Ren, it's been real. Bryce, I hope you have a wonderful Christmas, but I hope you have an even better Flibs Bliss. <laughs> I'm a real, I'm a natural Dr. Seuss. Yeah, you are. <laughs> the nap- yeah, very natural Dr. Seuss. Uh, so thank you all so much for listening. Uh, happy holidays, and we look forward to, to having you back next time. Uh, enjoy your last few hours with your loved ones before the black hole eats us all. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Bye. Good night, folks. Hey, was that you talk? Look, it's the baby. Oh, Bruce Willis as Mikey. Bruce Willis as Mikey, the unexpected baby. I'm guessing you weren't expecting this. I will get you the best dad you'll ever need, ever want. Bruce Willis as the Grinch, and Bruce Willis as the narrator, too. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Bryce and Ren and Grinch Declassified. What are we... What is this? (laughs) This is... uh... Hold on. This is Bryce and Ren. How the how the Bryce and Ren and the Grinch stole Christmas? How how Bryce and Ren and the Grinch stole non secular winter holidays. Nineteen sixty seven. Hello and welcome to Grinch Week. My name is Bryce Henderson. Uh, I am one of the co-hosts of this podcast. Uh, Normally we discuss Nancy. Uh, nope. Okay, I got this. I got this. I got this. <laughs> okay. Whoa. Whoa. It's hello, mean ones out there. Get your um shoot. Okay. Hello. Hold on. No mean. I want to keep in mean ones. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Uh, I got this. I got this. There's a. I know what the answer is. I know what the answer is. <laughs> <laughs>